Hello, my name is Jackson McFadden, and I would like to welcome you to Coach Camp. Coach Camp is a podcast made up by myself and Phil Holbert out here at Lakeview Bible Camp in central Minnesota. In today's episode, we would like to just say hello and intro to what Coach Camp is, what we believe it can be, and why we believe that it could be beneficial to you. So if you would sit back, pull up a seat, and buckle up. Welcome to Coach Camp. being made already yeah yeah just sitting around a, a campfire you know and sharing swapping stories of days of yore all righty well i think at this point we can kind of introduce this whole bubble that we're in and what we're doing here yeah yeah so this is uh this is coach camp camp coach coach camp coach camp, coach camp. it's like when you have a coach you don't call them like like if you have a coach named dave you don't call him dave coach but coach dave you do, or you just call him Coach. Exactly. But I, but I don't think we want us to be just be called Coach. No. So here we are. Yeah. So this is Coach Camp. Uh, we're just two normal, I guess, for lack of a better term, guys. Uh, we're not saying that we are experts at anything, really. Oh no. I guess we probably should even intro ourselves. Yeah. So well, my name is Phil Tolbert. I am the program director out at Lake Beauty Bible Camp up there in central Minnesota. I've been here for close to four years now, and I have just been involved in camping for probably the past 30 years from a young young age of when I came to camp for the first time, when my mom was a camp nurse, uh, moving up the ranks of being a camper and then having various jobs at various different camps around the United States. Again, just because I say that it's been like three decades does not mean that I know a lick of anything I yeah so that's just kind of who I am uh, I have a lovely wife and we met at camp uh, and got married um, so yeah we are raising kids right now and in, in the thicket of things and so raising kids who are almost the age of campers terrifies me <laughs> <laughs> because it just makes me think of in a couple of years when they are true campers how I feel so bad for whoever has to have them in their cabin. We we can always make a uh, future episode on that. Phil, <laughs> Phil sending his children to summer camp and the woes that it brings. Yeah, freak out mode. So that's who I am. I've, I've had this vision of just not just podcasting, but of just being able to share whatever knowledge I might have, uh, whether it's about biblical matters. Um, I am a licensed pastor in the evangelical covenant church pastor phil yeah so i've been doing that for a couple years and i'm working on finishing up my mdiv right now again not saying that i know anything but i've had a lot of experience working with kids and campers and youth of all kinds and families and i just love what camp can bring to people yeah so really that's my story what about you man yeah my name is jackson mcfadden and i'm now a almost graduate of the one-year discipleship program out here at Lake Beauty Bible Camp. Did you say Lake Beauty or? I did. I did I did share that. Uh, I say it all the time, so I'm so used to saying, you know, yeah. Phil Tolbert, program director at Lake Beauty Bible Camp. Okay. I didn't know if we were, like, going to share, like, this is where we are. 
Oh, I think can, we can. They can always look you up. I mean, if you look up other podcasts, of course, yeah, they're always talking them. about, yeah. you know, the colleges they teach at or, yeah, or camps that yeah. they might be affiliated or associated with. Again, we're not the first to be doing this either, I should oh, say no. that. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> there, there are many and probably greater people that come before us. We're just, like Phil said, we're just two guys. Yeah, I don't even want to say normal. We're just two no. abnormal guys. We're just two dudes, and this particular dude's name is Jackson, like I said, and so out here at Lakeview Bible Camp, we have a one-year discipleship program, and that's what I've been doing for the past year. Before that, I was at South Dakota State University uh, pursuing a degree in education, and then was on summer staff with Phil, uh, not with Phil, but him as my boss this past summer, and then that's what I hope to do this summer, and yeah, just kind of following my path, pursuing young adult, youth, and social ministry down the road. Just kind of, like Phil said, just very excited to talk about the avenues of camping ministry and just being able to share in manners how we can better it and some ways that it can continue to grow into the future. Yeah, and so, again, this really came out of a really random story uh, that Jackson and I just happen to be a part of that we won't even have to share. Maybe at a later episode we can we can share how this whole thing of came into origin. But really, we get campers, of course, for one week out of a year. And there's mm. 51 other weeks. And that's just really what hits me is what can we do with those 51 other weeks with our campers? How can we equip them better? How can we equip parents? You know, we're a Bible camp, so we're affiliated with the church. So how do we equip church leaders better, all those sort of things where camp is just a, such a great place where we can provide tools for life's toolbox. And yeah. so we're really big. Jackson and I are just super passionate about just bringing that, bringing more, again, knowledge and more of his his word to, to others and just how to spread that well. So not we're not niched to saying this is, this is for campers or this is for so soon to be staff you know you don't have to or listen. even parents or pastors yeah yeah this is this is kind of just for any and everybody who maybe has a few minutes that just wants to listen to two guys just ramble on about what we think of summer camp exactly and you know like phil said one week out of 52 it's like especially in today's age you have you have kids that are living in a world where they get so much influence from like so many different things, whether that's like social media or people at school or mm -hmm. people at home or at church. And it's like, what, what hope does summer camp have having those like five, six days to help try and like plant something or point them in a direction and just be there for them? Because camp is, camp is so much more than just the six days, but it's like, how do we, prepare them or do something impactful that they can carry on to to the rest of their time outside of that and yeah. it's not just us like phil said it's pastors it's parents it's people in their community that are going to be able to come alongside them uh in their walk and in their faith right i mean it's the whole deuteronomy 6 method yeah. of course of you know writing it on the doorstep and, and you know really practically teaching how to follow the lord in a better way to me, I, I've not found a better way, really, to be biased than sticking kids out in the middle of nature, taking away from them, like Jackson was saying, all those things that can just be not just influencing them, but just bombarding them. Just distracting them. Man. Oh, my goodness, yes. And it distracts all of us. And yeah. I, tangent, I, I dislike how I have to carry my cell phone on my person uh, 
every day at camp. And I'm, I don't know if it's freeing for summer staff to be able to do so and not have that. Yeah. I, I grew up in an age in an age when I was on summer staff and, and nobody had cell phones. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty remarkable. So it's not like you had to worry about any of that. But we, we take that away from the kids and the campers, and they just get to really experience God's grandeur in such a special place. And it's not just saying Lake Beauty has to be that only place because I've worked for quite a few other camps. I've gone to other camps. But that's really the central thing that they have so much in common is just that place yeah. that's set apart where people can just grow and mature in their relationship with the Lord. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm curious, Jackson, tell me, uh, you know, what what drew you to want to even work out at camp? Yeah. About almost a year, over a year ago now, I was sitting in my good friend Noah Mercer's dorm room, and we were chatting and Shout talking. out to Noah for shout out. Definitely. Shout out to Noah. He's great. But we're sitting there, and I'm like, man, I really, really don't know what I want to do with my summer. And he's like, well, what do you think you'd want to do? I'm like, well, maybe I want to work at summer camp, but I don't really want to copy you or like can't kind of take your thing. He's like, dude, we're literally looking like we need people like <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And um, a week passes and I'm kind of like, I forget about it a little bit. And then Noah just walks up and was like, have you filled out the application yet for summer staff? And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, I'll, I'll get on that. He's like, okay. And so I start filling it out. And just looking at like the positions on the application and like mm -hmm. the descriptions of it, I was like, man, this is, this is really awesome to be able to like do something while serving the Lord and just like having having Christ to be the center of what we do just really grabbed onto me. And so later that semester, I ended up coming out here for Winter Trailblazers, which is kind of like late elementary age kids. And we mm -hmm. have like two days um, where they just get to come out and we get to have a fun time here at camp. And I did that and I cabin led and I just fell in love with it. For the, one of the first times in my life, I was doing something, and I just, I didn't fully understand what was going on, but I was like, this is what I want to continue to do. Yeah, that's awesome. I want this to continue. So, kind of fell in love with it there, and then a couple weeks later, I came for the young adult retreat, where I actually got to be a camper, and that's where I was like, <laughs> I need to be on summer staff, or I will not be able to function correctly. Yeah. And so, after that, I got my references turned in after a very <laughs> drawn-out time with those. But, yeah. And then got a call, text from Phil, actually, saying, like, hey, you want to reply to your role? And I was like, do I? And then mm -hmm. rest is kind of history. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's the great, the greatness of camp and the greatness of the story. And I'm sure there's probably a few others that can, can empathize with you that – yeah, I mean, we all have our stories. Right, right. They're all singular, but but they all can kind of come together and just can't. It's so hard to describe camp. Yeah. Just because camp is just that place where it's like, man, it's like my security blanket. Or it's just where I had like these really big visions and moments and mountaintop experiences. And it is that. Yeah. But again, it's like, how can we give you that, but allow you to continue on with that for those other weeks? Yeah. I think I think you bring up the idea of like, camp and how we each go to camp and how we can perceive it differently but i think one of the big things uh that we kind of want to set out to do here is like the idea of defining like what is camp what are yeah. what what do we mean when we say camp are we talking about tents out in the woods with a fire every night are we talking about like more of the glamping with like a camper or kind of just ac everywhere like kind of what are we looking at here and i think you can kind of share 
Lake Beauty's kind of design on how that works to kind of give context. Yeah, yeah. So we run, you know, we're a Christian summer camp that runs uh, first grade through 12th grade. Uh, different age groups come out every week where they stay in their cabins with sometimes friends. They can pick, of course, just like any camp cabin buddies and stay there with people that they go to church with or maybe just friends that they've come along with. Uh, and they get to stay with other people, too, from different places uh, and we put about 12 or so campers in one cabin very generic bunk style camp house yeah it does have ac uh which it yeah. did not used to i guess that's called roughing it <laughs> even in minnesota these there's some hot summers exactly so, so yeah they do that and then they go and we're just traditional in the, in the sense that we maybe do rotations so you get to go around and do fun activities but you also get those fun moments where we have chapel sessions, one in the morning and one at night. I think of camping, I think of that. When yeah. I'm like, hey, you know, I work at a camp. I think most people generally think of that nowadays. Yeah. I think I think you and I could specify and be like, hey, you want to go camping? When you say, kind of use it as like a verb, then it's yeah. like, hey, let's go find a tent or a KOA and let's go and, and do that. Yeah, and this idea of like residential camping yeah. where you're like in a spot. It's like, there's an aspect of the outdoors and you're away from home. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. It, again, it's that place set apart. And that could yeah. be and, and like that, a physical place. Not, yeah. Yeah. But I mean it could be it could be seen as just that. Like you go out in the middle of the woods, hopefully not on somebody's property, and you just <laughs> go and set up shop and hey, we're gonna throw our tent out here, you know, much like they did. Or they still do, you know, a lot yeah. of Boy Scouts I think do something like that where but they even have a traditional you're right, designated spot. Yeah, like this is our go. land that we're going to do this on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy Scouts, YMCA camps, Young Life, all of them, are, these bigger organizations are doing that where it's just that place where people can kind of come and gather. But again, it's set apart. It's not like it's in the middle of nothingness. Maybe it is, where, yeah. but you still sometimes have like phones and yeah. internet now just because that. And there's some sort of structure there. Right, right, right. And you have some sort of place where you can usually find a restroom and find a dining hall or a mess house yeah. or whatever you your vernacular that you use for yeah. but but yeah it's, it's that place where i think people can be like ah yeah when i remember where i'm gonna go to camp they, they think of that place yeah. specifically yeah i think a lot of the topics and ideas that we're gonna cover really span most of if not all of those like categories of camp because when it comes to well christian camping one there's always going to be the topic in question of okay how do we incorporate christ the bible into this experience how do we incorporate an experiential time with god into this week or this time at camp right right and that's where we we come off that lens just because that's what we've been in a way indoctrinated in and yeah. there's other camps i worked at some that are just basic recreational camps they didn't look any different like they did from the 60s and 70s till to now except for a few occasional things but you have those lens too, and they're they're doing they're doing camp too, and they're doing great things because I think a, a big thing about camp is whether it's a, a specific location or whether it's religious affiliation, it's just a place where people can find and discover more about who they are. We of course again come from that lens where we want people to find out who they are through Christ. Yeah, find out who they are to God. Yeah, 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 and how they can be you know used by Him, and so again that just comes from our lens, and it's not like we're trying to be offensive but that's just where we are driven from and what our passions are about I, I think i think yeah moving 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 forward it's it's yeah it's this definition of 
what is camp? You know, how, how can we how can we provide for others while they're here? And again, it's it's that different layers and different segments of things. How can we provide for the camper? How can we provide a better camping situation for staff? For we we have speakers that come out. So yeah. how do we provide better for them? Yeah, um, and even on the topic of staff, I mean, you have seasonal staff and you have full time staff, mm-hmm. and uh, like just from being on summer staff this past summer, there's so much growth mm-hmm. and impact that happens with the summer staff on their own. Yeah. Whether that's during time off or during the week where they're just continuing to grow. I mean, if a camper is having this amazing experience for just one week, I mean, summer staff are there for like two, three months. And so yeah. how can how can we provide a space where they're able, one, to find to serve campers because mm-hmm. camp is for the campers, but two, also able to find rest in those mm-hmm. times because camp is draining. It is very much so draining. Yeah, I think anyone that's worked out at camp can attest to that, that it's just... It's hard work. Yeah. But so is life. Yeah. Again, we're a toolbox. Right. Life might not ever be as hard or as laboring as it is in waking up early, early in the morning and because you had a kid throw up and you have to yeah. figure out how to clean it up or you got that kid that always has that bloody nose. I feel like I'm just describing my kids at my own house right now. Fair. Uh. <laughs> Are there one kid that hits his head on like the light fixture before it lights out and it's like, hey, my head's bleeding and then you have to take him to the nurse. And right, like, right. And you got to figure out where the nurse is at because yeah. they're here, there, and everywhere. They're hopping all over. It's like, I kind of need you now. Yeah. <laughs> it's finding the radio for them. But it's all those experiences. But you're right. I think the big thing is you, you get campers that are here for the week. You get some volunteers. or We have yeah. we have a program where campers are out here for two weeks. There's there's some, though. There's some camps that they have campers out there for, like, weeks upon weeks. Wow. You go to, like, the Northeast, and they're, like, booking out four, six, eight weeks. But they're just they're living at camp, these kids are. And it's like, what what are they experiencing? And how can they – how does that staff pour into them and keep things fresh and anew? Yeah. Because as Jackson kind of pointed out, our big mantra that we have here is campus for the camper. Right. I, I don't know if that's correct everywhere. Again, you can fight me on that, and I'm to- yeah. totally worth listening to. But that's just something big that we've just built ourselves yeah. onto. That camp is just for these campers because they get they get that one week. Yeah, and I think it's a super valuable mindset to have too because it's like as summer staff, you're you're being compensated, you're being paid to be there. Right. And you are applying. And so you've applied for this position to serve campers. And I think if you have a mentality of, oh, this is really for me to get something out of it, you're really just casting the campers aside. Right. And I think even just working out here, you should know that you're going to get something out of it. Exactly. Maybe, yeah, it's monetary here and there. Again, we're camp. Well, if you go to camp for the money... You're gonna be a little disappointed. You're, you're gonna be very disappointed. You're barking up the wrong tree there. Again, we're a nonprofit. There's some nonprofits that do spectacular, and yep. a lot of camps though. You know, I never worked at camp because I was like, all right, this job is gonna pay off my student loans, because it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> hey I mean, man, I'm a college student. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. Hey, technically, I'm still a college student. Oh just yeah. In a different phase of college. But yeah, I, I think as a staff, you're you're gonna get something out of it, and I hope that that's why a reason maybe of why you're you're wanting to work at camp is hey maybe I'll get something out of this for myself. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of camps. A lot of camps, of course, they hire people that are have been lifers there. They grew up going yeah. to camp there, and they just always saw the staff. And I know that's a lot of responses I get when I interviewing people of why do you want to work here? And it's, well, I used to go there, and I love it there, and I just want to give back now. Yeah. 
it's almost like for staff and e- staff and campers, it's like the experience of camp in its way. Like like you said, adding tools to your toolboxes just helps you prepare for life. The podcast is named it like coaches you in these scenarios yeah. and in these ideas for moving forward outside of camp. Right. And I mean, I've used this probably every summer, this whole phrase of this is not a sprint, you know, life it's, is a marathon. It's the sprintiest, summer camp is the sprintiest marathon well, I have ever done and I think ever anyone will ever do. Well, that's the big thing is I always tell people that summer camp itself is not the marathon. It's not the sprint. It's not the marathon. It is somewhat of a sprint, but it's, yeah. it's the training, you know. I go out and run. I'm a distance runner. I'm not about to just go and get up and be like, I'm going to go run an ultra now. That No, I, you need to do the training. What's your body, an ultra? An ultra marathon is like, what is it, 70.3 miles? Don't worry, man. Why, I've never done that. Why would any... Moving on. The, moving <laughs> on. Hey, it's somewhat intriguing. I, I don't know. I just ran 11K, and that was really fun, and that's <laughs> like eight, seven, eight miles. But, yeah, I think... Uh, but, yeah, it's, the point is... You're, you got to train your body. You got to train your system. So we, we provide the tools for that. And that's the same with coming to a week of summer camp. It is a it is a sprint for these campers and they try to pack and sometimes parents will sign them up for each and every activity, which Literally makes everything. my life crazy to try to get all these kids involved yeah. and be like, okay, how do I get them in here and here and here? But we try to make it at work and yeah, we do. You got Timmy like running from like halfway through camp to the other side and it's like you gotta go you got you need to have fun now this is designated time for you to be enjoying yourself right right and some kids of course they don't they don't do that very well or it takes them a while and then they realize man wow i wasted a couple days yeah but then they get through it but yeah camp itself it can be a uh, it can be a sprint of a of a system because it's just so short but it is just that that training, and so like you, yeah, we want to coach, we want to train, we want to lift up and exactly help others out. And there's just so many different people and groups of people and communities that are impacted by the atmosphere of camp. I mean, you obviously have staff full time and summer, and you also have the camper, but then mm-hmm. you have the community that the camper is one leaving and going yeah. back to afterwards. You have the church that that camper designates as their church their pastor Mm -hmm. that they see as their pastor and you also have the same thing for the summer staff yeah and so it's like this mixing pot of so many different people being in so many different people's like to use greek oikos or like circle and like they all kind of come they can converge in camp it's like yeah yeah well yeah and that's the big thing is you would hope that those people that they are parents families churches when they leave to go to camp they're going to know that my kid is going to have some type of change when they come back it could be positive you know we all hope that it's positive in some aspect but we just know that there's going to be some something's going to be changing because that's what camp's at camp's a safety place safety net it's it's a place where people want to give back and serve but it's also just a place where it provides that opportunity again to learn to experience to identify and even just for like kids to be kids too right right well i guess yeah that's even a a question for another podcast maybe is like what is what is defined for me kids will be kids what what does that mean how how much do we yeah that is a fair point how much do we let them just kind of do their own thing and when do we kind of pump the brakes and be like okay maybe 
maybe we shouldn't be throwing Timmy into the into the league. Maybe there's some <laughs> rules we got to play by here. Well, yeah, there's that. You know, a lot of things. Yeah. There's a lot of legality that comes into it, or procedures that you know just you want to follow. Yeah. Just safety procedures, and that's my life, and I'm okay with that. That I live in there, and staff just you know, hopefully need to abide. But yeah, I think it's push. It's pushing the limits though too. It's challenging the process of how of the kid and the camper and how they can grow and do better. That's that's a big thing of what we're what we try to do. It's not just, hey, here's the status quo. Keep doing what you're doing, but it's, hey, how can I how can we help you experience something even more fruitful? Right. Or even what are you going through? And and just really identifying with the campers in that aspect. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited for this. I can't believe that's actually happening. I know this is this is like <laughs> a dream. I'm like, there's no way. I w- I was setting stuff up. I'm like, something's gonna come up. Phil's not gonna be able to make it, and we're just gonna have to postpone. We we've been trying and throwing stuff together and getting equipment, and it actually has happened. But again, this has been something that I have felt like has been laid a little bit on my heart for the last probably like two or three years. Of like, what happens if we did this? And I'm thankful that Jackson came along and kind of yeah. helped formulate some stuff to be like, hey, we can make this happen. And really, just the person being like, hey, we 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 actually should do this. Yeah. Bill being like, hey, we could, and be like, no, we shouldn't. Let's do this. Yeah. There's there's a there's a need out there. We we hope, and maybe that need is just us just processing things a little bit more. But no, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to dig in and you know have different episodes of you know what does camp mean and and how can we serve campers well and how can we serve the the oikos, not just the yogurt, uh, but the oikos that they go they go to the families, the connections, the groups that they go home to, from where they're coming from, and just how to prepare better, how to coach them at camp, at camp, yeah. Well, as as we're sitting at camp right now, yeah. So <laughs> I'm excited. I hope you're excited too. It'll be a wild ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be. So hopefully you come back. My voice isn't hopefully too. Uh, you can always, you know, turn up the speed. I'm a 1.25 guy when I listen to podcasts. <laughs> this is with Bill and Jackson. Thank you. And there it is. Thank you for joining Phil and I today on Coach Camp. I hope you enjoyed your time here, and maybe you got a little, little something out of it. Join us next time. It's sure to be a lot of fun and can't wait to see you there. Shalom. Shalom.